child and adolescent mental health disorders 60% with depression and 80% with anxiety. I just felt kids. numb to the kids world. Kids being bullied sometimes to it death. It seems the passage of time has only made bullying worse. I've seen a lot of bullying happen. This is an issue that touches just about every family. There's just a constant country. pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk, a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project. We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today on this episode of Teen Talk, I'm joined by a group of local teens. We'll talk about how life has completely changed because of COVID-19. And almost overnight, each of us has been required to adapt to a new normal. Through thoughtful conversation, we will discuss the challenges that we are all facing, and together we will navigate those uncertain times in an effort to educate, inspire, and instill hope in those who are listening. First off, thank you all for being here, and as we jump in, let's start with one word from each of you that summarizes what these impressive inner times are like for you. I would say introspective for me because it is really a time where I get to take a step back and say what I need to be doing to not only keep my brain active, but in the academic world and in myself as a person, how to get to that next step and prepare myself for the years ahead. That's fantastic. Who's next? I'm still thinking on one. <laughs> um, I would say fear. Because, like, um, like in the news today, we see, like, a lot of hysteria and a lot of, like, paranoia when it comes to this pandemic. And it kind of causes people to lose, like, sense in a way. It causes people to be selfish. It causes people to, like, be, like, self-preservers, being, like, you know, not really thinking about anybody else but themselves. And I think for me, most of all, I've done nothing but thinking about others, like especially my family members and my sisters. And so I think in this time period, it really, really brings out what people like see as an importance in society. That's a good word. Who else has one? Go ahead. I I would say um, community, actually. And um, the reason I say that is because I feel like we're all we're forced into a community of maybe people who are living in a house with us. And so we have to adapt to everyone being there all the time now. um, I've also seen a lot of unity in the community outside of the house. And I think that's the irony about it is that we're all in our community unified and staying at home. But I still feel like that with things like social media and different stuff, there's actually a lot of um, involvement and encouragement. And uh, at least in my neighborhood at 8 p.m. every night, people walk outside their house and all start yelling and banging and clapping for all the medical professionals. And so it's cool to kind of see a unity come together um, in a community that way. That's amazing. Love it. I think mine would be fear as well, because um, I only 
fear as in the actual virus, but also fear within racism against Asians, against any Asian, which is like as an Asian American, it's terrifying to go outside just because of all the hatred that's going around. But I'd also have to agree with that it's also unity because I've gotten so much closer with my family. We've had to get along with each other. Right. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say fear, but also unity. I think that's fantastic. So, you know, I mean, obviously, we're all adapting to a new normal here. And, and I think the thing that I've really observed in, in going through this, you know, collectively is, you know, different than other other things that we've struggled with in history. You know, everybody's in the same spot, so to speak. I mean, it, this is one of those things that seems to transcend boundaries of what you have, where you come from, the neighborhood you live in. I mean, I don't think anybody's immune uh, to potentially being affected by this. And, and I agree with you that certainly can incite or instill um, a sense of fear. Um, I, too, agree that there is a um, an outpouring of community during this time and really seeing people get together in a different way. I mean, you know, the last time we, we connected with each other, we did this, this podcast in person, and here we are through the use of technology being able to do this today, which is fantastic that we can have conversations like this. So um, I do think there's some good things to be had. So um, I, I think the conversation I'm interested in having with you all today is, you know, really talk about what's changed. You know, I, I know some of you are graduating. Um, potentially, there's not problems happening, graduation, et cetera. You know, uncertainty maybe about college. Like, let's give people a real perspective from your voice around what has changed. Um, you know, does that seem like a reasonable direction here? 100%. Okay. Who wants to jump in and just kind of dialogue with me about it? Um, I will. I've experienced a lot of disappointment because obviously, like, graduation is canceled, prom was canceled. And so just to see that the seniors won't have their opportunity to, like, really be glorified for all of their work. The interesting thing, um, speaking as uh, not just a senior, but like a student in general, is um, a really fun part, I think, for me and for a lot of people is having classes and academics mixed with the social interaction with people in those classes. And so I definitely see now I'm a senior. I only have to do four classes right now from home. Um, and so I don't have nearly as much work as y'all do, but it's, it's always definitely nice in a classroom setting to be doing the work, but also have all your buddies right next to you. Whereas at home, it's kind of hard to really not have that social interaction other than my dog. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like I've been noticing cause a lot of my friends have been coming home from college and they have a lot of work in college and it's all of the work and none of the fun basically because I I agree half of it is the environment and personally I'm involved with a lot of clubs at my school so not having those is just kind of weird but also as a junior going into second semester college is something that's supposed to be on our minds and um i wasn't able to take the sat because that was supposed to be like next week and now it's canceled and there are these colleges i need to tour and all this stuff and i need to prepare but like 
part of me is like I have time and part of me is like I have no time I have to get it all done if that makes any sense so it's kind of weird and not knowing which parts are actually going to matter is also a very stressful thing for me Sure. One thing that I agree with Tess is, is that SATs, um, I didn't really prepare for the ACT because I was preparing for the SAT and now I can't even take the SAT. Um, and also we were going to have a class trip to Germany and Austria and we can't even do that. So they don't even know if we can do it next year. And we're supposed to have a New York trip in January. We don't even know if we can do that anymore. Um, and it's just like the whole difficult, like I am a very visual learner. So having classes online is more difficult for me than if I was in a classroom. Um, so yeah, I, it's the whole online class and all, uh, remote learning is very difficult. I feel like, cause then you also have to keep track of every single class, like all at once, not in like a class period. Right. I can't imagine. I mean, again, we're all adapting to a new normal. I mean, we're, we're doing this podcast via technology, which is, um, you know, that that's again, an adaptation. I think the thing I keep coming back to, and I don't know if this helps you all feel any better, but, um, and, and individually you're kind of all going through your own things. Um, does knowing that everybody's in this together and kind of in the same spot, is that helpful or not? I, I, I think if it was just like me and then everyone else was outside or at school and stuff, I think I, I, I don't know what I would do. Uh, constantly cry. <laughs> like it's really nice to have us. Um, I don't know, community unity, you know, community unified here. And so I think that's a really, really cool part about it. Um, if there is a silver lining, it is that I think that we're doing this together. I, I agree. Like there, of course there are many parts of it that are devastating, but The two main parts for me are that, one, I can talk to my friends across the country and they're dealing with the same thing, and we can help each other through it, which I think that's really special. And also, um, the time that we are given, like I said earlier, to like improve ourselves and just be a light, that is what is most important to me because especially for the seniors and things and people who are missing out on huge milestones, the most important thing is to be a light and that if I can lift up a whole bunch of people and not just people in Colorado or in my school district, like all the better. Yeah, that that's fantastic. I mean, do you do you think does it feel like extra pressure to be the light right now? I mean, that's just kind of who I like to be. I I like to be a um, a positive influence, and I um I mean, yeah, there's a little pressure. I just want to make everybody happy, you know, and it's hard to do that when there's there's stuff going on from the outside. That's that's just I, I want to help and I'm not sure how much I'm helping, but I, I'm trying my best. I honestly think that it's like advocacy, like, you know, a lot of the time they say, like, look out for your elders. You know, if you are sick or if you are feeling sick, isolate yourself. Take that responsibility upon yourself. I think, like, in these times, um, just like what, 
like another student mentioned, um, like when there is that hysteria and that paranoia, it's very easy to put a face to like the chaos that's happening in the world. And unfortunately, the Asian community has experienced a lot of like racial profiling because of it. And so like that makes me want to advocate more for other people who feel like they can't advocate for themselves because we are all unified in this like like unprecedented time in our lives you know right again we're all connected through this anybody else have any thoughts on that yes ma'am okay i just found myself in a really like i guess odd situation where like some of my best friends like live in california and um so because that's where i'm from so it's it's been cool for me, I guess, to have more time to talk to them. Um, and so that it, it's made this a little bit easier, I guess, to think like not so much, oh yeah, we're stuck at home, but like I'm stuck at home and now I get to have time to speak with people who I like do love so much. And so that, that's just made this a little bit better for me, but I realize like not everyone has that. And so it's also kind of hard for me to kind of balance what I'm going through with like what other people are going through and like trying to be understanding. Um, and so that's been a huge learning curve, but I think I'm having fun trying to figure out how to be more understanding like that. Which is great that you're able to connect that way. Do you, do you find that what you're going through is similar to what your friends are going through in California? Yeah, for the most part, because in California, they like, they're on like full lockdown out there. Like, which I guess we are now too, but yeah. Um, and so it's, it's a lot, sim- it's a lot, it's very similar, but for them, they've had like, they have their families with them and mine's very small. And so they have like their brothers and their sisters and all that. And like, I don't really have that. And so it's just cool to like now have more people, I guess. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Being an East Asian, like it's the amount of racism towards the community is com- like completely disgusting. Busting. And like I mentioned this yesterday in uh, our specific meeting, but um, like a world ex- a world example is um, in Texas at a Sam's Club, this man tried to stab a family just because they're Asian and they're like I think they're Burmese. So I think it, like it's just not even just towards Chinese people, but it's also just Asians in general. So I think. At this point, I just feel defeated in a way like it's not it's not like the virus is in our genes. It's not like we were born with the virus. It's just it it just happened. It could have started anywhere in the world, but it just happened to start right here. And so there's like an example. Oh, oh, it's okay. That example is not good. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's just really unfortunate to see that that stressful times like these bring the worst out in people. So, you know, we've, we've talked a bit here about, you know, kind of individually what you guys are going through and struggling with. Have you found that maintaining or identifying some sort of structure in your day is, is helpful for you? Do you have a structure that you're trying to follow? Yes, I, uh, I, I cannot function without structure. Okay. Um, I, I think some people are really, really good at it. Um, I don't know if that's majority. I wouldn't think so, but, um, I've had to do, um, structure in my daily life. I have to get up at every morning, work out, then do work until two or so, and then I'll have the day off. 
Um, but it, it definitely needs to be, um, and I need boxes to check, I think, for me to do that. And then I'll actually be really content and happy because being at home for this long, it, uh, it's really easy to kind of fall into a, I don't know how to say it, maybe a drab or something. Right. And so I think it's been really helpful for me, at least personally, to uh, work on a schedule. I'm actually like the exact opposite. I have always hated schedules. And so my family recently has forced me to be on a schedule, which is interesting. And I I can't say that I like it, Um, but... I see how I see how helpful it can be to like keep you motivated and keep you going. But yeah, I don't particularly enjoy it. You don't it though. No. Okay. So for me, the first week or so I unfortunately got a little sick. So the first week it, it wasn't it wasn't anything bad, just a little bit of snot and cough and stuff, but it wasn't bad. And then um so that week and then I kind of just let the next week get away from me cuz I I feel like I'm in the middle of the two people because I like schedules for sure help me stay on track, but like I I don't really like them 100% of the time because I'm good at doing nothing. <laughs> so um, what I've been trying to do, though, is I every night before I go to bed, I have my schedule right here next to me, and then I, I write out, like, hour by hour what I'm going to do. Like, I, I have a few calls today. I'm going to work out, like, at this time, and then I have – schoolwork and productivity goals and I'm organizing them like red is like you have to do this today and then yellow is like you have a little bit of time and then green you have plenty of time so I think if I make it like aesthetically pleasing kind of and like you're doing the hardcore scheduling right I'm trying to it's it's not as good as my sister's but I'm, I'm trying to, so if I make it good and if it's, like, just sitting there as a constant reminder, like, I'm hoping it'll help me stay on track a little more. We'll see. Yeah, um, I've been practicing, like, goal setting, which has helped me a lot, like, really just um, figuring out what I want to get done on, like, a certain day of the week and then just getting it done has helped me to like stay on track but also stay like motivated because it's very easy to procrastinate obviously because you're at home most of the time well so let's talk about procrastination because i i mean i i certainly have that same challenge right now um is is getting distracted with other things getting in your way of being able to complete what you need to or you just have more free time now so you're still able to get everything done it's not procrastination i guess i've just now i'm now able to choose what i want to do and what i don't want to do and so like that new freedom for me is like it's weird because usually in school like you you have an assignment and it's worth points and you have to do it but like now i can be like well i already have an a in this class and they're not going to lower it so i'm just not gonna do it um (laughs) it's i guess it's not procrastination that's keeping me from doing things but just like my laziness and like knowing that I don't need to do it. Um, and so that's, that's been a struggle a lot to like 
balance. Yes, I don't have to do this to get a good grade. But if I want to actually know the information for next year, I, I, I do have to you know, kind of pay attention. Fair enough. Yeah. I would say that I feel like I'm being more productive on this um, lockdown thing. Um, I've been looking more into colleges, even though I can't do college visits, which I was planning on doing. Like, I've been looking into them, like, what are good psychology programs? What are good music programs? I've also noticed, I've also been working on my all-state audition for choir, even though that's not until, like, November of next, or of the next school year, if that's even what I've been practicing for that. I've been like I've been cleaning more. I've been able to just try to get everything together that I've been wanting to do, but I was never able to. So I feel like I have a lighter school workload and I'm able to fit in other things that I want to do. That's great. Anyone else? I wish I had that kind of discipline. Honestly, like I had online health sophomore year and I hated it. I would never get anything done on time um, or like it would be really close to on time. And then now having to adjust to every single one of my classes being online and trying not to get things done at like 3.59 if it's due at four and like stuff like that, um, it's, it's really hard for me. But since we're going into summer, we basically have four months of this at minimum so um it each as each week goes by i'm i'm getting more of a handle on it and i'm able to figure it out a bit more and i hope that by the time summer hits i will be able to um get all my college stuff done and still have a life and enjoy myself and yeah but it's, it's just a work in progress certainly i'm nowhere near perfect at it but i'm trying to be eventually and, and nobody expects you to be i mean i, I again i want to go back to you know we're all in this together um and the thing that i know even though we don't have a date and, and can't necessarily look forward to it yet this will end you know life life will, will go back to some version of a new normal whatever that looks like moving forward um i wonder if you guys would talk to me for a minute about you know as you're reaching out and communicating with your friends around the world, throughout the city, throughout the country, you know, um, what do you think people's mood states are like? Is it pretty consistently similar with yours? Are there a lot of ups and downs? Are you noticing more depression, more anxiety? Um, what, what are we really struggling with here? I think personally for me, like my mood has gone down just because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm a, I'm a social person most of the time. So I feel like not being able to get that social interaction is like very difficult. And not only on like the whole coronavirus thing is difficult. Like, uh, like, you know, there are other situations that come up, which maybe if it didn't happen during this time, it would have been okay. But then, um, because it's happening when we're on lockdown, when I can't, when I can't see people, when I can't get the support I need, I feel like it's more difficult and I feel like my mood and, you know, my depression has gotten worse. So I feel like, and I also just feel like the people around me, at least what I've seen, like, you know, we're getting more irritated. We're getting more upset. So I I think a lot of people are in that boat, unfortunately. I mean, like with social distancing, it's um like it's an act of kindness not to like have human connection like it's seen as a weapon if you want to hug somebody or if you want to be affectionate to somebody so 
for those people who find like a coping skill in having those like um, face-to-face human interactions, it's probably very hard for them while we're in this like self-quarantine because it is isolation. I know like for me, I find a lot of support when I go and I hang out with my friends and I'm not thinking about like um, if they cough, I'm going to get infected. I'm just thinking about having a time. So just knowing that there's some people who cannot access that um, human interaction and like they can't find a way to cope through that. I can only imagine how like much worse their depression and mental health could have gotten. Right, right. I do. Um, I think it's also really dependent on um, extroversion or introversion. Um, My family is split. So me, um, my mother and my dog are are all extroverts. And my dad and my sister are very much introverted. And there's a clear distinction between who is always on the phone and who is always content by themselves in the house every day. So I'm trying to get a face-to-face phone call like this with y'all about like three to four times a day with my friends, with anyone I can find, um, just because I'm a very social, talkative person in general. Um, But it's really cool, and it's been almost a learning curve for me to see how my sister and my dad actually thrive on um, being content, being alone. And so I think to an extent that it can actually definitely do damage to people, but I think that um, maybe learning how to adapt in a certain way without always being constantly entertained by someone right in front of you, Um, or I think of like the entertainment business is shut down, the sports business is shut down, Um, so much is shut down that it's actually giving us time to kind of be alone, be at home, find different outlets to do things. And so um, if I could, and I am finding silver linings, I think it would be around that is to um, inner growth, actually. And uh, no doubt that people are really struggling with this. I mean, I have days where I'm just super, super sad. Um, So nothing against that. But I do think that there are some really good things that um, have and will continue to come out of this. They're not really good, but like I said, silver linings, I think. Yeah, I agree, and I'm glad you said that because I don't think this is not all bad. You know, there are opportunities to learn something new and to connect in a different way. Um, and, and, and to your point that you made a second ago, um, I mean, obviously being able to see people in person and hang out with our friends and do things we want, I mean, that's the ideal. But just think, you know, technology has given us a gift of where we can see the people we love on our screens, which it isn't the same, but it is, it is a close second. Um, you know, so I'm certainly grateful for being able to do that. Um, what, what is something, you know, you brought this up a second ago, what is the thing, um, have any of you all discovered something else in yourself or, or, or come upon something you enjoy doing that you didn't realize you enjoyed doing, um, a hobby, something during this time? I've always really like working on cars. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so my dad, he owns his own uh, auto mechanic business. Okay. So I'm going with him to work, but like I've noticed, like now that I have the time, I'm able to actually learn and work more on cars, which is interesting. Wow, I love that. Thank you. What about anyone else? 
I've always had a love um, for reading. So it's not like something that I'm learning that's new, but it's something that I'm learning I have a ton of time for. And so I've actually been reading a ton and a ton of books. And I'm I'm like the total nerd. Like I love reading like Dune and the whole sci-fi type of books. And so it's been really, really fun to jump into a lot of those for me, actually. That's great. I'm trying to read a little more as well. Um, It's with online books because libraries are mostly closed right now. So that's another one of my discipline issues, but we're working on it. And um, also, I want to be creative musically um, also as well. So I'm... There are cute little things I like to do, like for one of my friend's birthdays. I think I'm going to make like one of those acapella videos where I'm singing one of their favorite songs with doing like a little parody kind of. It's hard to explain. Um, (laughs) But yeah, just finding finding ways to be creative musically and be creative within my passions and find my passion is really the goal of all this time for me because I don't know what I want to do with my life yet, but... And you know, I don't know either, so if you discover it, let us all know. (laughs) Okay, I will. I think it's great to hear that you guys are using this time to to really explore and discover, because, I mean, again, who knows if we'll ever have this kind of unique set of circumstances again. Um, You know, you used the word silver linings a minute ago, and I think that that so perfectly summarizes, um, you know, and, and what I hope we can take away from a conversation like this is that, you know, while there are things we're all struggling with, there certainly are some some beautiful things to discover or learn about ourselves and about others. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, as we finish our time up in this conversation, what I would love to talk about is how do you guys think that we can we can continue or better support each other as as we keep going through this? I think just spreading positivity and educating each other just on the whole virus, because um, I feel like would be not as much in not there wouldn't be as much fear and buying out the entire store and I feel like if we educated people and you know kept things more positive than negative I feel like it'd be like we'd have a lot easier time with the whole virus going on I love it I think um we should reach out to those who are gonna be really affected like our grandparents and Um, those who are immunosuppressed but also I think we should reach out to people we haven't reached out to before I posted on my Instagram story a couple weeks ago and I'm I'm gonna do it again very soon like I am here for you regardless of whether we have talked for a very long time and I've started doing these virtual lunches where like I will actually make food and then I will FaceTime the person and eat with the person because normally I would be going out to get food with friends all the time but if I can't do that like this is just a cute way to keep everyone's spirits up show people you care most important part I love it so I think um so the group that we all are a part of the t triple c s d talk change cherry creek school district okay so that's our group and we are all about mental health and so i think in this kind of time 
um, if everyone individually has an understanding of one, they have insight as to what their main problem in this time is, what they're dealing with, but also an understanding as to what others are dealing with. And that way you can kind of relate to others that way. So like I'm a senior and so I'm having trouble definitely with my, you know, last prom, the last uh, stint of primary school kind of being taken from me. And that's hard. But I also have to look at my sister who's eighth grade and she has a genetic disorder that makes her horribly um, compromised for this disease. And so I also have to look at her and see her struggles. And through that, we can kind of support each other there. And I think um, I think a big thing, too, is just an awareness and appreciation of our uh, medical staff, those who are on the front lines protecting us. I think I'm just so thankful for those people. They're wonderful, wonderful people. Um, but if there was one thing I think that we could take away from this is um, after this whole thing blows over, we don't go back to um, being so distant in a way that we keep in mind that like you know you can care for people outside of a pandemic um and so it's i think i just show up from them for from your bedroom a hundred percent you don't have to sit in your car and go somewhere exactly and so i think this is um it's an awful horrible thing and i'm so thankful um for those who are fighting this for us but i think that in the end that there's some real benefits can come out of this um yeah most definitely that was like really well worded but like just to add on to that just like um figuring out what is important to you and honing in on that whether it is like friendships um your family spirituality your morals and values really spending time to like make that the focal point of your life because i mean even though we're in a pandemic doesn't mean that we lose ourselves doesn't mean that we lose like who we are what we value and really just like spreading the love and positivity i love it like just remember that like once all of this is over you're gonna have time to be with the people that you do love and you're gonna ha- you're gonna be able to see them again um and so like take the time that you have right now like all this time to like try and be with yourself a little bit because you spend so much time with other people that sometimes like yourself gets pushed like to the back burner and so I feel like when you have this like when you have copious amounts of time like this it's a really great time to like kind of explore who you are and like if you don't feel like you need to um you can always like make yourself better you know that's good stuff I mean I want to say the things that have come up for me in, in doing this work for quite some time I think there's a you know I see a lot of people saying that you should really use this time to learn something new or try something that you've never tried and and I think that that's an opportunity for people who want to um, I, I don't think it is an obligation for everybody to do that I mean I think right now our, our primary goal is to stay safe to take care of ourselves um, and then take care of the people that we care about and, and if we have something left over to give from that place um, we give it to others we reach out we help other people um, but I, I think to put pressure on ourselves to create something new or figure out who you're going to be when you grow up or any of that like 
you know, if you're required to do that, fantastic. If you're not, that's completely okay. Um, there's just a couple of last things I'd like us to cover here, and then I, I want to let you guys get on with your day. But um, how, how are your parents and your immediate family members that you're living with, how are they all handling it? Are, are you all supporting each other well? Or are there things that you think you could help or do better or differently? Um, how's that going? So, like with mine, my, my parents are doing pretty okay with it because, like, you know, they always want to have more social interaction just within us. Um, so I feel like they're really enjoying it. But then, like, I also live with my grandmother or one of them, and she she's not handling it that well because she, she's a very social person as well. Okay. But, but, yeah, so, but I feel like for the most part, most of my family's doing pretty well with it. In my family, I live with my sisters, and one of them is a student at DU, and she's getting her PhD, so we're doing school together at, like, the same times. Um, and then my other sister works at Children's. Um, and so it's just been really interesting to, like, be able like, we've been making, because she works at Children's, they have to wear masks all the time. Um, and so she's been making these headbands so that they have buttons on the side and you don't have to put the mask around your ears. It goes on the buttons and so it doesn't like her ears. And so we've been making them together, which has been cool. And like actually spending time together, which is weird because we didn't do that before. And it's just, that's just been fun. I love it. It's that's helped us cope a little bit. Sure. Anyone else? For me, um, I'm handling it pretty well. I don't, I don't think it's fully hit me yet, but... Um, my parents, it's the job area is a little bit stressful right now because um, there's there's some stuff going on. Like my mom's a realtor and she nobody's buying a house right now and stuff like that. But um, thankfully, they are very positive in this whole experience and supporting us. And my sister is also an eighth grader and she is going through her own kind of grief because she's losing her last year of middle school and to some of us like you're like okay bye we don't want to deal with middle school anymore but it's still like super 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 important and she's just been on her friend uh on the phone with her friends a lot and trying to figure out this whole thing but we can we get together and like do theme dinners sometimes or like movie nights or just we're gonna do a bunch of stuff to help us bond together and i think that's really important that's great so guys we're just about out of time here um i just want to say thank you all for taking the time um i know you all have school work that you're still trying to get through um, i so value you i'm inspired by you i'm hopeful um, for our future generations that we have leaders like yourself to um, guide the way let's wrap this up and if each of you i know we started with one word um, let's end with one thing that you're grateful for um i'm very grateful for my family because like I'm very grateful that we're able to get along and we're able to, you know, talk about what's going on and have the same viewpoints about it. Um, it's also, I'm also grateful that we're able to open up more to each other about, you know, not even just the virus, but about everything in our lives. Um, like, I feel like they're more involved in my, what I'm doing, like with on, my online schooling. So I think it's, I think I'm extremely grateful for my family. That's great. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really grateful for the relationships that I've built with people and like 
yeah, just relationships in general. Love it. Being able to cultivate those further. Love it. Um, I'm very grateful for my friends. I mean, like, I never even noticed how, like, important it is to, like, bond with people and to have similarities. Because people, like they can help you through a lot of things because they make you feel like you're not alone. So, I mean, like, going back to those relationships, I'm definitely grateful for that. I'm grateful for my support system because this shows now more than ever how strong that is, and I'm so, so grateful for that, as well as the strength that I have and that I am able to give a little bit and also keep to myself when I'm feeling like overwhelmed or anything just reminding myself i have that strength awesome um i'm grateful uh for the hope that the world possesses um it's i just think that um when going gets tough the tough get going and i'm just really really grateful that um we have people like us in the call and like those out there that um do get tough during times like this and get hopeful it's really cool. That's fantastic stuff, guys. I'm grateful for each of you, and I wish you all much success. Um, hope that we can do this again soon, and please know that we're a resource for you. Um, if you need something, um, we're just a, an email or a phone call away, and just keep shining that bright light, and um, thanks to all of you. Thank you. Likewise. Yes, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Have a great rest of the day. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com and click on Mental Health Awareness located under the Strengthening Families page. The Team Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.